what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 88, volume 5 of the number 18th ranked podcast in Northwest Hickory. We're talking about Big Fan. My name is Chad Eason. I'm a big fan of very weird cough medicines that you can only buy in a strange health store in the mountains of North Carolina that cures everything from a sore throat to athlete's foot. NFL playoffs. And lastly... That first Masters golf tournament commercial that we've seen that indicates that spring is right around the corner. Hello, Mr. Eimer. Hello, Chetties. I'm ha- well, I'm Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan, obviously. But I was getting ready to... I, I, my mind went completely blank when you said, talking about this, this miracle drug that takes care of illness. Because I can tell you, the two of us, mm-hmm. if, if our listeners who, you know... We cracked the top 20 in best podcasts in Northwest Hickory. Amazing. Amazing. I knew that we were really chasing after that five-year-old, you know, at Viewmont or whatever. But um, we both have not been in the studio lately because of illness. Yes. And um, do we want to talk about this right now? Let's talk about it. You can tell even in my voice, it's still not 100%, Hank. It's a little raspy. You know, it's still got the remnants of... Two bouts with the flu in a month. You um, did two? So I had the flu in December, uh-huh. right? Right like after Christmas. Tested positive tested flu. Tested positive flu and all that stuff. Then come after Jay, you know, two weeks. No, I'm sorry. I had the flu after Thanksgiving. And then right after Christmas, I got sick again. It was So I went to the doctor, no flu, A or B. It was not strep throat. It wasn't COVID. It was some RSV thing. So it wasn't the flu twice. It was just two really bad illnesses and didn't jennifer get sick i mean is this she what she gave flu. you livia had the flu everybody had the flu except lucy rose so i think we just kept passing it because i got it first were you first i was first and they gave it to jennifer then jennifer gave it to olivia and then olivia gave it back to me and then anyway so Koa's down there hacking Koa, exactly he had a quiz smoking cigarettes because his throat <laughs> hurt so bad in his lungs but anyway it was a tough the beginning of january of 2024 has been a tough start the january okay. Started out tough, but you know, we're feeling about 90 right now. About 90? 90. About 90. So we're almost there. Tell me about uh, your illnesses, and then I'm going to tell you about the magic cure all for everything. Okay. Go for it. So I, um, right at the beginning of the year, right? Right at the beginning of the year, I just have a little bit, like I'm talking about like January 3rd. Okay. Um, just start having a little bit of a runny nose. Don't feel bad, right? It was January third or second. So you know, the first was on Monday. It was coinciding oh, with dry January as well, right? Listen, listen. Okay, okay. Listen. So we uh, Monday is the first. Tuesday I go to work. I've got a little bit of a runny nose. Don't feel bad. You know, it's it's strange because you're like, okay, can I not have 
a cold? Can I not have an allergy? Can right. I not have a runny nose? Right. You know, do I have to run to a test? I mean, I think it's a weird kind of like sure. position we're in. Right. So I wasn't feeling bad. I felt it was just like a, you know, like a cold yeah. or something. So that evening I go, I go to work and that evening I come home and I'm not feeling as good as I did when I was at work. Mm-hmm. So I go to bed early and wake up, don't feel a hundred percent, but I won't take a test. I'm like, okay, I feel bad. No need. So I don't take a test. Thursday morning, I take a test and I'm positive for COVID. Yeah. Okay. I had not had COVID before. I thought I was one of those. No kidding. I thought I was like, hey, my blood type's at O positive. I can't, you know. So I, uh, but I was really happy to see the diagnosis of COVID because I thought if I felt bad because I'd stopped drinking <laughs> for dry uary, I might have to rethink <laughs> what I'm doing with my life. That's so right. I was glad to see dry uary hit. Boom. Yes. It wasn't that. And, you know, I was able to like, it, but the other thing is, is that that knocked a week sure. where I wasn't like doing anything bad. Right. right? right. I just had to hydrate yeah. and do stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's been good. How's your journey in dry Uary oh, going? It's been fabulous. Yeah. You know, just... Staying strong. Okay. Staying strong. Get Staying. A, couple, a couple more days. Think I can make it through. <laughs> Did you make it 24 hours? I don't participate in dry January. Okay. We've talked okay. about this a million times. I don't even pretend that I participate. But it's funny. So two weeks, I did not partake in alcoholic beverages because I felt so terrible. So I might as well have tried it and gone all the way through. But nah, you know, there's no sense in that. So last Wednesday... Feeling still bad. I, we were supposed to do the podcast last Wednesday. I don't know if you remember. And I said, I still can't talk. Told Moose, not going to be able to make it, blah, blah, blah. I met my, one of my clients up in the mountains. And I was like, man, I cannot shake this illness. And he was like, I want to tell you something very special. And I'm going to send you to the store. That's the place where they make this. They manufacture a miracle syrup. Okay? It's a miracle syrup. And he said it's... Uh, it doesn't have medicines, but it has it has a nature's a bounty, which would be like elderberries and honey and some type of chickpea or flaxseed, all these wonderful things that Earth gives us. And he said it's not going to taste very well, and you got to ask the lady behind the counter to give you the special syrup. A special a syrup. Special syrup. And I was like. This sounds very weird. He was like, just trust Gross me. Gross almost. Yes. And he was like, if you've been battling this long and it's the sore throat and this cough and you can't breathe and your voice sounds terrible and your head hurts and your body aches, what else do you have to lose, Chad? And I was like, you're right. Is this a certified- Send me to the witch doctor. Is this and- a pharmacist or are we getting this bottle out of the back of a Hardee's? Tell you the story. It's close, behind, close to being behind the back of a Hardee's. Sends me on my way. He says, ask for Delanor or- Eleanor, Eleanor, or Dolores one. I just combined Dolores and Eleanor there. Ask for her and say that you want the special cough syrup. So I go my way down the mountain, find the special store, see Dolores, Eleanor, walking in the back little hall. And I said, excuse me, ma'am, John sent me. He said, I need the special cough syrup. And she said, I got one left. I got one left. Did it come in a leather pouch of some sort? (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to get my hand around this. What are we- it kind of, it, so, like, you know what a Robitussin bottle looks sure. like? Sure. Right? It's in a bottle like that with really no label. No, no label. No. 
No, they don't normally like you know, scratched <laughs> off. You can see the the, the, the glue off of it. Brown, you know, it's not clear. It's like a brown sure. robitussin, and there's no label, and there's no little. You know, normally they give you that little thing that you drink. You can pour the syrup or the thing in. You're and hitting you it straight. Yeah, exactly. So there's no thing to pour it in, and she said a teaspoon twice a day, and um, if you're not feeling better, come back and see me. And she said I'll give you your money back, and I was like, ma'am, no problem. I just I'll do anything to try to feel better. So I called Jennifer on the way back down the mountain. I said, I think I'm, I've got something. I think it's going to cure me. I'm going for it. So if I don't make it down, because I'm going to take it when I'm driving the cars, when I'm saying I'm desperate for some relief. I said, I'm taking it now. So if something happens, you know, and I veer off the road or I go into a coma because of this special syrup, yeah. just know that I love you. And tell, my, tell, tell the girls I love them too. So... She was like, "Okay, Chad, whatever." So get the. This I'm, is you're being very dramatic for taking like <laughs> elderberry and stuff like that. And I mean, honey, yeah. oh, that honey is so dangerous. Okay, continue <laughs> with this this life altering oh, potion shoot, you're taking. That's hilarious thing. So I take the uh, t- I have a little spoon in my car. It's actually in my glove box. Pull the spoon out just for a special syrup taking occasion. Yeah, you know, I was getting ready to say things. you never use it to eat. That's for sure. But go ahead. <laughs> Only for taking stirring drinks, syrup, maybe, maybe so, and cough syrup. So I pour it in the cup, pour it in the little spoon, take it, and to be quite honest, not a bad taste. Hmm. Little elderberry, little honey, kind of the combo. You know what I'm saying? So it's sweet. Uh, I don't know what elderberry tastes like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm amazed you do. Only crunch berries. Right <laughs> yeah, here. that's it. So anyway, I take it. It's like, mm, not bad. And just think about this. Five minutes prior, my throat was hurting so that I really couldn't drink water or eat food much. It always hurt when I swallowed. Going down the mountain, five minutes later, I'm like, hmm, this pain is dissipating. By the time I got down the mountain, the sore throat is gone, Hank. It is gone. So we're talking about 45 minutes later. I'm good. Right? Okay. So I get home. I tell Jennifer, this thing is a miracle drug. You've got to try it. If your throat still hurts, try it. She wasn't trying any witch medicine. So I continue to take it two teaspoons a day. I took it for the rest of the week. Now you see me looking as wonderful as I look. Have you ever heard of something? One week ago, I was on death's door. Have you ever heard of something called the placebo effect? Heard about that. Okay. Yeah. And, and, you know, she could have just given you sugar water and said, hey, guess what? Let's mm-hmm. let's put some nicotine in it. Let's well, let's be completely honest. Okay. That wouldn't have, that wouldn't have affected you. But said, OK, we're going to put just the stuff that you bump into every day. And like this some caffeine and some Coca-Cola, syrup, elderberry. elderberry, some honeys. Well, whatever it was, Hank, it worked. Good for you. Yeah. And so. That's why we're here in the studio today. I found the cure-all drug. Actually, I was thinking I was coming down with a little jock itch. So I took it. I rubbed it down there. Jock itch gone. Thank you for sharing. Jock itch gone. Thank you for sharing. Athlete's foot gone. Gone. Do you have an earache? Let me pour some in your ear and let's see what happens. Dental procedures. Exactly. Cavity gone. your toothbrush. And you're all gone. Yes. Okay, when I when my vision starts going bad, which it is, <laughs> we'll just drop a couple drop, in the eyes. Drop a couple in your eye. You're going to have 20/20 vision within 10 minutes. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. So, did we, you let any of your family have any of this or I told Jennifer to try it. She didn't want to try it. She uh I, she I don't know why she didn't. She was like, "How does it taste?" I was like, "Tastes pretty good. Tastes like honey." She was like, "No, I'm not feeling well or feeling bad. If I start feeling bad, I'll take it. We okay. don't want to like uh 
abuse the magic syrup, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the meantime, I've abused it. And now yeah. the bottle is almost gone. So I'm going back up that mountain. I get some? I want to go get some more. Was, was Lucy Rose like living under the deck to not get it in that house? It's so weird. She would not come out of her room. Like she would literally, when we were all in our six spaces, she would come down maybe just to get some food and then she'd go right up to her room. Bolt back up there? Yeah, she would not be around when we were sick because three different areas of sickness in the house at one time. It was terrible. Yeah. I'm sure uh, Olivia loved being home. From school. And it's so great for her. She had three weeks and two weeks. She was stuck <laughs> She's on the tank couch. She She's couldn't sick. Even get up. Her throat was hurting so bad. But That's terrible. Anyway, so now we're we're moving forward. We're good. The rest of January is going to be fabulous. Tell me you got a week left to dry January. Yeah, we do. And everything's going everything's good. Everything's good. Any cheat days? Have we had any of these type of days? Oh, well, you know, we have we have a system. That's right. We have a system. Birthdays. State well, you, no, 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 no. None of us have a birthday. None of us have a birthday. Right so, but we do get a cheat day. Yeah, and you can pick whatever day you want. I think Hugerich picked uh, the first day of January one time. <laughs> okay, he said he couldn't. He couldn't handle it anymore. He did. Um, but we um, we get one cheat day, and uh, mine was Saturday. This past Saturday. This past, past Saturday. Uh, what did we do to? Uh, my to sister was in town, so yes. we went out to dinner. And then my brother came over and helped me mount a TV. And, you know, any activity like that deserves, you know. Requires a beer. Yeah, yes. a beer. Yeah. So I, I didn't get crazy. Just, you know, a couple beers and then, you know, woke up the next day ready to tackle the rest of the month. All right. Yeah. CJ, our, our, yes. our good friend. Our dear friend. Um, you know, the funny thing is, is we, we have a strange thing that we schedule our physicals during this month, about <laughs> mid-month. And, you know. Came out with flying colors, so I think CJ is playing his uh, his cheat cheat weekend this weekend. This I've weekend. heard I, there was a rumor going around that this was his weekend to cheat. So uh, congratulations to you guys. Make it one more week, and then you're there. We're there. And then what happens the day of February the third? I think that's the Monday. Or do you? Or is that right? Is that how you do it? You have to wait till the. Or you can go February one. Yeah. Okay. February one. Yeah. So what was the plan there? Oh, you nothing know, we, special. No. Hey, yeah. You know this. This gives you a newfound respect and resets the clock. Yeah. You know, like it resets it. So you know, you just you just go into it thinking, hey, maybe. I don't know. Maybe maybe we go. Maybe we just go through February. Maybe well. we do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we just stop for the rest of our lives. Ever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Maybe me forever. and you. Let's do, look me in the eyes. Let's do it. <laughs> look, see how I'm looking down right now? You got it, man. You got it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, uh, one of our friends, and I'm not going to name his name because no one would believe me if I told you, he is doing Dry January. And he said, and this is a friend that I would think no way in the world would he make it to January the 3rd. I got three guesses and I won't make them. <laughs> well, he's almost there. He's almost there. And Good. I looked at him the other day. I was like, you look different. Yeah, I, I swear you his, look healthy. Yeah, his like whole he had a glow about him. It looked like he lost weight, um, and he smiled and he was like, "I'm doing dry January." I was like, "You're full of it." And he's like, "No, seriously, I'm almost through." So anyway, he seemed even smarter. He looked smarter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everything about him looked wiser. Yeah. Um, but anyway. So more power to you guys. Maybe next year will be my year. Okay, let's do it together. Yeah, let's do it together. Absolutely. So, Hank, and when I was on this, uh, my couch sick during the holiday, and I and my daughter was too, I reached out to you via text, and I said, Hank, some news has come out that has just really taken me, taken me aback. And uh, the news was, because we're food connoisseurs here, especially you. I mean, you know it. You know the food. Like fat, it's the... Fat joke. You're fat no, shaming. It's not a fat... No. You're just really good at consuming and tasting foods. 
And so last year, about this time, we did this wonderful <clears throat> uh, bracket, if you will, that we ranked, we called it Starch Madness, uh, that went a- along with March Madness, we ranked our favorite potato product. Yes, it was amazing. It was amazing, uh, a segment we had. Well, another magazine, and the magazine escapes me right now, came up with their top 10 French fries, okay? Their top 10 French fries. And Hank, we've done this exercise. For sure. We've, we've done this a million times, but now someone is kind of jumping into our circle and changing the order of their their order of french fries hank i'm going to go through the list and you tell me if this kind of matches and we won't spend much time on here because we've got starts we got starts madness Madness in four weeks but anyway here was their list okay number 10 fry hardy's First of all, have you been to a Hardee's in a while? I haven't been to Hardee's in so long. I have no idea. Don't they? Aren't they combined with some burrito place now? They are. And yeah, so I think it's Hardee's and Carl's Jr., which we don't have around here, so they're off the list. Number nine, Taco Bell. Do they even have French fries? I don't think I that's think they have these like things. You chicken, dip in, fries chicken fries. Or, you dip no, in that's, cheese. That's, that's Burger King. Burger King. But there are some type of fry, but you dip them in cheese. We can't put that on the list. That's, That's ridiculous. Not, forget it. If I was Hardy's, I'd be furious. Absolutely. Eight Arby's. They're the curly ones, dude. I I, I mess with those. Those aren't bad. <laughs> I, I, I think they're getting shorted I, here. Okay, you kind of would move them up. On I the would ladder. move them. The okay. curly ones, pretty fabulous. Please, and especially Burger King Seven. Arby's is going in front of Burger King. Chicken right? fry, Burger no, just King, normal fries. No, no, yeah, Burger King. Get who out goes to Burger King? Exactly. You have to be a psycho, <laughs> like a serial killer to go there. <laughs> True. Number six, Wendy's. They've changed the recipe of fry. Do you have Arby's above Wendy's? I do. Me too. Wendy's getting better, but still, yeah, not to the level. Number five, Five Guys. Number five, Five Guys. I don't really go to Five Guys. Five Guys are pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, they they put seasoning in the bag. They put it in the bag. Seasoning's on there, but they get you with because if you like vinegar and ketchup, they have that all available, and so it's kind of like its own deal. Like vinegar Uh, and ketchup, it's really good. Do you like that combo of vinegar? I do. It's it's legit. Pretty good. Number four. What? Arby's? You're going to make me mad. I know this. I already know this. As Arby's in front of five guys. First of all, tell me this. Arby's uh, is eight on their list. Five guys is five. Uh, it's five. It's five. So maybe it's a tie with five yeah, guys? Yeah. Okay. Four is Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A's got great fries. Great fries. Right. Can't complain. Number three, they don't have this restaurant around us, this fast food chain, but I've heard of it. It's called Raising Canes. Yeah. I've have been you there. been there? I've been there. They're, it's it's the like fries a chicken is good. place? Yeah, the fries are good. Okay. They're seasoned. I, I don't I don't know if it's historically better than those other three. Right. Because Chick-fil-A, dude. Can't go wrong with Chick-fil-A. Can't go there. Go ahead. So, I you know, really for years and years, and years and years and years and years and years and years and years, eons, if we will, McDonald's has had been ranked number one with the number one fry this year. On this list, they're ranked number two. Hank. This is they're ranked number ridiculous. Two. And so they're replaced by, I cannot believe I'm getting ready to say this, the number one French fry fast food restaurant in America is Checkers. They're not in the top five. Checkers. They're not in the top five. Their fry is not They're bad. great. Yeah, but they are not to the level no. of a McDonald's nor a Chick-fil-A. And no. to be quite honest. I'd rather have the curly fry. Maybe so. It, how many checkers are there, really? Are there a lot of checkers out there? I don't know. How would get oh, our, our producer is actually putting some pictures of the checker fry? They do have some really good seasoning on it. See how they're very they have well good seasoned? seasoned. They are good seasoned, and I think they're double fried. Like you they're know, like double fried. I think oh, that. I think they're fried in some type of beer lard. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> yes, I think so. I think I remember reading. Okay, there are over eight hundred and fifty checkers locations in the beer United lard, States. huh? Beer lard. Can I have those during dryuary? Sure, you can. Absolutely. If you ate like 
a million of them, you might catch a small buzz. All right. All right, so keep that in mind. Thanks. So thank you, uh, Moose, for putting those stats up there. Never knew Chickers was that big. There, I've only seen one Chickers in my life, and that's right from the high, right down the street from the high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it doesn't seem – they're not like – they're not putting beer lard. I mean, where, where, where do you get this stuff from? Oh, there's somebody that puts it in beer lard. Our know. producer is just shutting you down left oh, and right. right. Oh, but hey, I will tell you, I can't, I can't believe McDonald's fries. Yeah. I, I, I don't think they can be topped. Okay. And they're I'm with you. Listen, yes. people say they're oversalted. Good. They need more salt. Good. Yes. That's what the I'm more looking salt, for. The better. That's what yes. I'm looking for. More salt. Yeah, I try not to. Use, I try, you know I I love those fries. What about pepper, any pepper? No. Put any pepper on? No, no pepper on the fries. Fry. Their fries are so good. I don't even need ketchup on. Wow, it. that's saying something, Hank. Yeah. Hey, they're be okay. So Yo, look at that for real. So this is McDonald's beef. Yes, they use an oil blend that contains beef flavoring. Genius, genius, genius. genius. I I mean, whatever they're doing. Mm. They're doing it right. Keep it up. That's for Keep sure. Keep it up, McDonald's. Yeah. This one's for you. Checkers. This one's for you. I mean, Checkers. it is 90. Look, look at here. It says 93% beef tallow. What is beef tallow? <laughs> I don't Whatever know. it is, give me some mo. Yeah, give me some mo. I'm going to ask Reagan to make tallow tonight. If that's, <laughs> what, if that's what it tastes like, I'm good on that. Oh, what you want for Valentine's Day, honey? Just a little beef tallow. <laughs> Just a little bit. But anyway, I thought I'd run through those French fry top 10. You know, I don't know if if there's another fast food company that you'd put in the top 10. Probably not, but uh, there you go. No. So your task is next podcast. I want you to have tried every single one of these fries. I need an update. On all of all ten, all okay. ten spots. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna right. have to make a road trip for the Raising Cane's really? one. Yeah, I'll yeah. go with you. Okay. I'll, I'll you get, you don't even go to a I'll movie a with me. I'll get a pickle. Stop. I won't eat a French fry, but I get a pickle. All right. All right. So what else been going on, Hank? So we haven't been in here in over a month. Uh, any other exciting things uh, in Hank's world? I mean, can you tell me about the house? Are we fully moved? In? Oh, we're good. Hey, got the TV up. You know, when you get a TV, and it's you know, TVs are fun. You get a new TV, crystal clear. Because, you know, from year to year, they just get better and better and better and better. And so I, Reagan was trying to say, let's get the 65-inch. No! (laughs) No, we're not doing that. So we got the 77, okay? Yeah. Should have got the 86. Of course you should have. But it is amazing. And where do you, where is this place? It's in our living room. It's in our living room. Mm. And um, so I, I feel like we're getting a, a way more comfortable to have, like, enjoying the house. Reagan's enjoying the house, more importantly. Good, but good. when we start getting in the summer, we can invite you over to do your little cannonballs in yes. there in the pool. Mm-hmm. And we can sit out there, yeah. fans going, TV going. We'll have a good Saturday, yeah. Sunday, maybe. Tell me how the stargazing is from the outside it's area. It's pretty good. See some stars? Yeah, it's comfortable. Mm. I haven't seen a UFO yet. It's coming. It's coming. We wait in our area to about summertime. Okay. That's where you'll spot the first one. All right. Can't wait. I can't wait. But yes, we've been uh, getting everything. During the rains, we had a lot of water in uh, what we put our mower and blower, and um, we've got another storage room in there, and got a lot of water in there, Mm -hmm. which uh, had to do a little bit of repair. But you know, hey, it's new house, new problems. And so I know maybe you're waiting Till summer for my formal invite to sure. come. Visit. Yes, a lot of people have said they've already been there. Hank, hmm. I've not been there, so 
just whenever you need a me. A lot of illness, though, going okay, on Okay, fair, 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 fair. So let's get 100%, and then we'll make that date. Okay. okay? I'll, I'll bring you over. Yeah, you mentioned earlier about movies. You know, I have missed the last two movie dates that you and I scheduled. I think Godzilla was one of them. It was one of them. It actually was, was where it started. Yeah. We were to see Godzilla versus Mothra or whatever it was. Mothra. So um, they had the Oscar nominations where they were announced uh, Monday. Okay. And, you know, me being a big movie fan, used to be, now with streaming, I rarely go to the movies, Hank. And so the, a, a good task I thought we would could go through is I'm going to call out the 10 Oscar-nominated movies Gosh. for Best Picture. Gosh. All right? I want you to tell me, first of all, if you've even heard of it. There won't be many. If you've heard of it, what is it about? Oh. And if you have seen it, which I'm guessing probably a big fat zero. That you've seen, but here we go. We'll go. Have you known me to go to the movies very much? Not very often. Okay. Yeah. So, best picture nomination, American fiction. First of all, you didn't go. No. Do you know? Have you heard about it? No. So you don't know what it's about. No. So American fiction is a, it's about a a an, a writer. Okay. And oh gosh, he's a novelist who writes. He's a, an American, an African American novelist who writes, and he's very educated, very smart. Well, a kind of a, a thug-ish writer comes out and writes something that hits the number one charts, and it's like, uses slant, it, you know, it's not an educated novelist like himself. So what he gotcha. does, he thought it would be interesting. So he wrote like he was a gangster, and his novel, boom, right Took up off. the charts. So that's what that, move, that movie's about. I got gotcha. you. Yes. Second movie, and I haven't seen it either. I just heard about it. Second movie, Anatomy of a Fall. Never heard of it. Don't know what it's about, and obviously I haven't seen it. This is a thrilling courthouse drama from a French director. Let's just pass. Let's just go ahead and pass on the French director. Does it even say her husband dies after a mysterious fall at their home? That is an Oscar. It looks great. Looks great. (laughs) Moose, our our, uh, producer, has probably seen it. Um, But anyway, we're going to pass on Anatomy of Fall. Okay. Number three, we're going with Barbie. Now, out of all the movies, this is the one that possibly you have viewed. No. Okay. I haven't seen it either, but you've heard about it. Oh, certainly. Yes, we did yes. our Flota after it on yes. downtown. So, yes. Know the premise, everything. Yes. Big success. Billions of dollars yeah. at the box office. So, huge success. Whether or not it's going to win, probably not, but it's the one that you know everybody's heard of. Sure. The Holdovers. This is Paul Giamatti, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's about a teacher, and he is a curmudgeon, and he always stays home for the or stays home for the holidays, whatever. All he's a professor, and then one kid doesn't really have a home to go uh, go home to for the right. holidays, and they create a bond. They spend the holiday, holiday together, together at school or whatever. So that's what the, that's about. Olivia has seen this, and she gave it, I think, two and a half out of four stars. She say it's okay movie. Okay, next. Killers of the Flower Moon. No. This is a Scorsese movie. This has got Leonardo DiCaprio in it, right? Okay. It was over three hours plus. They said if you can make it through it, it was an all right movie. I'm just not ready to give three hours plus, you know, in a theater right now. I I, I don't think I'm part of that either. Okay. It's on Apple Plus right now. It's on Apple Plus right now. So maybe if you have I Apple Plus. I wouldn't watch it on Apple Plus right now. Three hours is a lot to give right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially when you got all these sports on. Okay. Maestro. This is the Bradley Cooper movie. And he is what he's, uh, his, this is, oh, Leonard Bernstein. 
the composer. Mm -hmm. um, this is his portrayal of him. Supposedly, he gives a great performance. I'll never see this. Never see it. I don't know. I think Jennifer has seen this. Okay. So, And I think she said it was okay. Next on the list, Oppenheimer. This would be the one that I'd want to see. I saw it. On the list. Like yes. That's the one I'd want to see. The only one I'd want to see. And actually, I think this has got the stuff to win the Oscars. This will win Best Picture. This has got the right stuff. It was a great movie based on historical things. Our director, I think, was Christopher Nolan, who I really love. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. And you would like this movie, Hank. This would, this would be something, you, it's a little slow at the beginning, but it pick, uh, picks up steam, and it is a very enjoyable watch. It's a long one, too, three hours plus, but I think you would like this one. The next three, I don't know anything about past lives, poor things. Or the zone of interest? How did how did these movies get past us without us not knowing anything about it? Like, where's the marketing behind this? I think a, I think some of, and Moose, correct me if I'm wrong. Some of these movies they might show up at the theater for a week or two, and then they go straight to streaming. So there's no marketing that's really pushed. Like, but you know, you used to like Oppenheimer. You saw a thousand commercials and Barbie and Barbie a thousand for the zone of interest. I don't even know if they made one. I'm sure they have a trailer. But I'm saying. They did not promote it. I have no idea what it's about. Actually, Moose, go to the zone of interest real quick. Let's just see what in the heck that thing is about. Because I think Poor Things is Emma Stone. But let's see what the zone of interest is. Oh, it's a... It looks like it's a World War II movie. Yes, it looks like it's a German World War II movie. Right. Um... I can deal with that. Okay. I mean, okay. I can deal with that. But I mean, it, it, how was I supposed to know about it? Yeah, it's true. I, don't I mean, I guess you got to be a uh, a movie guy to really like. You got to pay attention to this. Yeah. So out of the list, Oppenheimer would be the one. Oppenheimer is the one that you want to see. And maybe you know, if you got bored and it's a Sunday and you're streaming or you're flipping on your streaming services and the zone of interest popped up, yeah. you might check it out. I wouldn't even know. Why would I know that that's a military <laughs> movie? You wouldn't. Until he moves, pulled it up here, you would not know that that is a military movie. Have you ever in a military movie heard a commander saying, we're nearing the zone, zone of, of interest? interest. <laughs> I mean, like, where is this? Where is that from? I'm sure I'm sure somebody will get me in. They're like, hey, moron, this yes, is from this. Course, but yeah. I just don't, I don't get it. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, there's one place within two hours where we can go see it, and it's showing it one time. So, I mean, it's... Ah, fair enough. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Road trip. Road trip. Yep. All right, road trip for the zone of interest. Well, anyway, Hank, that's our Grammy uh, segment. I'm not Grammy. Oscar. Oscar segment of our show, and you know, really not much to add. I really wish I could tell you I'd seen many of these. What's the last movie you saw? Let's talk, that's the good question. What's so the last, last movie you saw movie? at home or, or at the theater? Oh, man, I saw the one that is on Netflix about the end of the world with Julia Roberts and, oh, I can't remember the name, but we just watched it like a week ago. And it's, have you you know what I'm you know what I'm talking about? Moose? I, uh, in what is it called? Leave the world behind. I uh, my brother just watched this movie and was telling me about it the other day and how scary the idea of that is. It's pretty frightening. And actually, the movie is really good. The ending, horrendous. Yeah, I mean horrendous. Like we all, Olivia, Jennifer, and myself watched it. Lucy was upstairs quarantined in her room. She wasn't coming down. And then we all at at the the credits started rolling. We were like, what? You know, it ended this way because up until the end, it was pretty fabulous. Yeah. So how about you? 
So, uh, so the last two movies that I've seen, I've watched at home. I haven't, go, I've not gone to a theater. Um, I've saw Air, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. Right? Mm-hmm. and then yesterday, my son said, "You know what? I want to watch more classic movies, not classic, classic, but ones that he's sure. heard of and everything." Sure. So he wanted to. I said, "Pick a movie. Let's watch it." He wanted to watch The Matrix. Right. Right. It's amazing how bad green screen technology and all that is. Uh, but it was also cool because he thought it was great. Yeah. He thought the movie was great. So let's take it from your point of view. You remember seeing it when it came out, I'm yeah. sure, right? Yep. And did you think it was fabulous? Oh, I thought it was a great movie. thought it was incredible. Yep. Now you watch it now. Not as good. It does not hold up. Does not hold up. Does not hold up. No. Absolutely. I completely agree. Because Olivia said the same thing. We watched it. About six months ago, I want to watch The Matrix. I was like, I can't wait. You're going to love it. Yeah. Which she did, and I was disappointed. Yeah, Harris loved it. I I didn't care too much about it. But, I mean, it, it, it is amazing to watch because my father-in-law, and I think I've said this on on our podcast before, my father-in-law was like, "You've have you ever seen Bullet? You know? And it, it, it's a, I think it was done in the sixties, maybe. Um, but it's a great movie. It's with, um, what is his name? What's that actor's name? Uh, Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Okay. So it was in 68 and there's this great car chase in San Francisco where he's going down, you know, these, those iconic streets. And then he goes, you know, he's, um, and he was like, you've got to watch it. It's amazing action everything. I watched it and I was like, this thing sucks. <laughs> you know I mean? Like Die Hard is much better right. uh, than this. And so, I mean, I think there's just stuff that just doesn't translate. But I will tell you, when I was watching The Matrix, the stuff they were talking about mm-hmm. is very similar to the end of the world stuff that you watch. They were talking about electric magnetic pulses sure. and like all that stuff. And you're like, man, they were kind of ahead of their time a little bit on, you know, and we're not going to get too deep here. Yeah, I know. So, you know, the concept of that movie is like we're actually just living. We're not living our real true yeah, lives. Right. We're like comatose somewhere and our brain is reacting to whatever it may be controlling it. Right. right? To the story. What do you feel about that? Do you think that could be actually our reality? Okay, viewers or listeners, I'm not going to go down this road with Chad, okay? He's delusional. Do I think that there's fields of babies being born and that, that, that they're milking our mind? No. Okay, I do not feel that way. I did. Okay, I, I don't either. However, what about this concept? So after I started feeling better after the cough syrup mm-hmm. last Wednesday, oh, yeah. I went to go have a drink with my friends on the Thursday night. And we got into this discussion. We were talking about our dreams. You know, I like to talk about my dreams and blah, blah, blah. And so does one of our buddies. And so we were talking about it and how real they were and how vivid they are. And we can remember them. And he was like, what if really reality is our dream? But the stuff when we actually we think we've woken up in the morning in our day to day, that is actually the dream. The dream is our reality. Think about that concept. Well, how I, weird that would be. Well, I once stood in a line at a movie theater with a huge crab with a vest on while I was buying popcorn. In my dream, <laughs> I don't think that's a reality. 
I think he even had a beret that matched his. Really? Uh, he ma- so he was like, a big crab, and he had a matching beret, and it matched his skin color. A vest. He oh, had a vest. vest. A vest. Really? It was back behind. He was very polite. Oh, he was. Polite he was crab. waiting for. He was waiting for popcorn and food. So if that's my reality, I am happy to live my day to day life. I, I, right. I don't understand. We'll it. save this topic for another time. Yeah, because we okay. have derailed. Yes, we have derailed. So let's get back to our reality here at the Big Fan Podcast. And let's talk a little bit about NFL football, and then maybe we'll get to a couple of things we have time. But, you know, we're at the playoffs right now. Playoffs, very exciting playoffs. part of sports. Playoffs. Just exciting. Like the last week's games were fabulous. But there are some conspiracy theories running around here. You know, I've heard them a couple of times over the last uh, week or two that the NFL knows precisely who is going to be in the finals of the Super Bowl. And the reason that this conspiracy has been created because they said over the last three years, the Super Bowl logo, which is created before the year even starts, the regular season starts, the colors for the teams that represented the AFC and the NFC dominated the logo for the Super Bowl, which again, the logo is created before the season starts. In 2020, the Bengals versus the Rams, the logo was orange and yellow to match the Rams and the Bengals. And to Super Bowl last year's or 2021, the Super Bowl was between the Eagles and the Chiefs, the logo green and red. Last year's Super Bowl, oh, that was last year's, and this year's, Hank, 2023, the logo is purple and red, representing the Baltimore Ravens purple and the San Francisco 49ers red. Do you buy into this conspiracy, or is it just a lot of hullabaloo? Yeah, I believe it. You believe it? I think I think that there's more controversy in or moving around in sports than what we believe. And I, I think that it's no. And the reason, the easiest way to explain it is no franchise like NFL, NBA, MLB wants to see a small market team go to a national championship game. How would, so you're, what you're saying to me is you believe that these NFL major league baseball and NBA in somehow, some way, Rigged. Rigged. Is that what you're telling me, Hank? I'm just saying they don't want small market teams in the Super Bowl. They don't want small market teams in the World Series. They don't want – they want the Dodgers versus the Yankees. They want Atlanta versus the Yankees. But they don't get that every year. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying – They never get the Royals versus the Brewers. It would hurt my heart. Because I mean, you know, I see like Moose has put the logos up here, and it's plain as day. You can see it. Also, there's that that uh, email blast or that email that went out on social media, some post that it said February 11th. These artists are performing, and the Super Bowl contestants are Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. So I mean, it it's just strange that these types of information come out before the game even starts. But God, I would hope to. Bel- I do not want to believe that. The sports that I loved are rigged just because of money, Hank. I don't want to believe it. Well, in the NFL, I and there are smaller market teams than others, but I mean, I mean, when you, I mean, the fan base in the NFL, I don't think you have to do it as much. But in Major League Baseball, you know, which I follow, there's definitely, you know, the the Yankees are spending a ton more money than the Royals. Mm-hmm. Oakland is spending far less than the. Yeah, the Red Sox, dude. 
They don't want to see those. Are the umps going to control who those teams get in? No, I mean, it's probably, listen, before everybody gets all up in arms in this whole thing, it's because the the lower market teams don't have the money to buy the big talent, so so they can't compete. That's how you say it. So, you know, I, I understand that, but I just, it doesn't surprise me that, like, they want the big teams in there because they want high visibility on if you have teams that people a lot of people don't care for guess what viewership is going to be down understood sir well that's hank's philosophy he thinks all sports are rigged guys come on go ahead and text me email me fax me let's humiliate him okay let's humiliate hank at this moment, or send yeah, send your request in. We'll play some of your voicemail <laughs> messages next week during our podcast. Hank, who are you? Who are you, who do you think is going to make the finals? The Super Bowl. Who is going to compete for the Super Bowl championship in three weeks? Actually, I really hate it because I was rooting for the Bills. I wanted the Bills to go to. I want Josh Allen. I like that cool. team. You know, I do not want to see the Chiefs go. I do not like them. They're always there. I. T Swift up in there. No, I that whole th- this whole thing really is starting to like tick me off a little bit. You know, yeah. um, although Jason Kelsey is is like helping it so much. He's funny, he's a funny dude. He is a funny dude. Yeah. So I I would like to see the matchup that they think is going to be there. I think that'd be a fun matchup. Yeah, I'd love to see Detroit get in. You know, the they're the golf exactly, and they're they're. Coach is a trip, and the Detroit fans have just been through so much to see them get to a Super Bowl. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, though. I think it will be San Fran, Baltimore, with Baltimore holding the trophy in the end. We'll see. We don't predict the future here, but it seems like you do know the future, Hank, because you said all sports are rigged. So I go. didn't even say that. <laughs> so this ahead. is ridiculous. <laughs> Listen, if we get anybody that's willing to jump on this and not on the crap that you throw around about ufos and stuff it'll be amazing i believe more in ufos and then nfl's got a conspiracy theory right um so anyway my man it's good to be back it's great to be back i'm glad you're feeling better thank you yes and uh anything else you want to wrap up with before we leave this fine studio here today no for the big fan no i think it's time to go out in the rain and get back to our real jobs let's do it reality or dream whatever it is we're going to it right now hank big fan listeners glad to be back We'll see you in two weeks. Peace. been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.